Episode number 137, Is the Future Electric? Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. And we got some very anticlimactic stuff to talk about this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hit these every now and then. I think I think every media outlet in the world does where, well, especially if you're as focused as what we are, where it's just kind of kind of a slow news week. And that's kind of what it's been, at least in terms of Camaro. Yeah. Yeah, nothing real Camaro-related out this week. I mean, we had the huge announcement earlier in this week. We kind of already announced that last week, though. Um, uh, the title of the show is The Future Electric. We're going to get into that quite a bit. Um, and um, how did Camaro do on the Consumer Reports list this week? <laughs> We're going to talk think? about that. We got a voicemail, and um, I guess strap in. We'll, we'll, let's go. All right. Electric. Oh, no, I actually, well, yeah, we'll get to the electric. We're going to talk about that ZR1 just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so everything we thought was right. Everything that Ta-da. was leaked was right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. So, but I still wonder if anything is going to trickle down to the to the Camaro. Yeah, we always look at that, you know, because back in the day, I mean, fourth gen, we always looked down for the trickle-down effect. I don't know. Uh, are we going to see an LT5 Z28 maybe? I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking maybe. I mean, it would it would be easy for them to do it. Like a non-supercharged LT5 or the entire LT5 motor from the the, the I, ZR1. I, I think the Christmas dogs are warming up. Oh my god! It's it's Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis is staring at me and crying. Oh, he wants some attention. Apparently, he wants to be on the show too. Shh. All right, so yeah, so that I think it'd be really easy to, for them to do it instead of doing the three hundred two, you know that that we've kind of speculated before. It'd be easy for them to just say, "Hey, Z twenty eight, stick that LT five in." I don't think they do that though. I don't think I don't think they. I don't know. Well, let's wait and see. Yeah, let's wait and see. I, I yeah. don't see a Z twenty eight with an LT five in it. Um, but then again, they could change everything. And the SS will then again be the top dog again. The Z28 will, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop saying top dog, really. Even in jest, don't say it anymore. Okay. It's stupid. Top dog. <laughs> Never say it again. So, you know what? It's it's It made definitely made shockwaves uh, around the um, automotive world mm-hmm. until <laughs> just recently. Until just recently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk electric then, because Tesla had this whole press conference ready to go. They were unveiling their new electric semi truck, which was pretty yeah. cool in itself. I mean, that's true. Yep. You take a look at these 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 futuristic looking like semi trucks, and then they they pull one out, and and out of the back of one comes the new Tesla Roadster, which completely I think stole the show completely. Yeah. They went from well, talking about, you know, these semi-trucks to a roadster now. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, I agree. The semi-truck part is really, really neat. 
um, for the specs on that, but you you didn't you didn't tune into the the, the semi truck show. You, you tuned into <laughs> the Camaro show, which is all about performance cars. What's the so what? I I still can't fathom this this car. Okay, the ZR1 blew everybody away, and then Elon Musk, the brainchild of the universe, now just uh, says, "Hey, uh, okay, guess what? How's about zero to sixty in under two seconds?" Yeah, without under- breaking a sweat. How about zero to zero to one hundred and four point two seconds? How about a quarter mile in less than nine seconds? <laughs> eight point eight. My God, I'm watching the videos on this thing, and it's like instant go, instant go. the 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 number that stood out to me was seven thousand three hundred and seventy six foot pounds of torque and fifteen hundred horsepower. That's <sighs> yeah. As as a, as a homage to Spaceballs, they said they went from ludicrous, they've gone plaid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I read that somewhere today today as well. Maybe it was the same article. Yeah, yeah. But you but you also read an interesting number that we can't seem to locate again. So maybe no. you were on crack. But how much did you say that it, it weighs? May, may, maybe it was the the foot pounds of torque I was reading. But I could have swore I read somewhere where it said it re- weighed almost eight thousand pounds. And I and I'm like, not a chance, dude. But well, then when you told me the torque numbers, I'm like, oh maybe. Well, because I mean, there, how many Those batteries, batteries. are, are going to be in there? Um, they're supposed to uh, have the new 200 kilowatt hour battery packs and three motors in this car. So you're supposed to be able to go 620 miles to a charge. That's like almost triple. Of what they're doing for the Model Three, almost. That's that's huge, and those battery um, packs are not small, and and they do weigh a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I can't seem to find the weight again here, but uh, maybe maybe you did read the torque because I would think it handled absolutely horrifyingly bad. But weight aside, let's talk about uh, let's again talk about that zero to sixty. I I, I got to think it's all wheel drive, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. All Teslas now are all-wheel drive. Okay, right. So the, the 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 traction control on that has to be spectacular. I mean, just watch because the, did you did you watch the video? I have not seen the video yet myself. Yeah, it's but, just basically but to a deliver that kind of power with without slicks. It, it, it's got to it's got to be all torque management and traction control. That's crazy. It's just crazy though one of the engineer videos is just like here and it's just like chirps the tire and it's just like mm! it makes no noise at all except the guy in the passenger seat go whoa 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 <laughs> it's crazy let's see i found a jalopnik article here let's see if jalopnik oh says anything <laughs> talking more about the model s and ludicrous mode uh, the, the the p100d uh Nothing. Um, they do say uh, 0 to 60, 1.9, 0 to 100, 4.2, acceleration and 8.8 and a quarter mile. Top speed over 250. Wheel torque 10,000 nm. Uh, I believe Newton meters. Okay. Yeah. 620 mile range. Uh, seats four. Drives, all, it's all wheel drive. Base price is 200,000. 
Um, base reservation price is $50,000. If you want one of the first ones, it's going to cost you $250,000. And um, you also have to put $250,000 down right now um, if you want it. And there, there's only going to be 1,000 uh, reservations for the Founders uh, series. Uh, mm. I can't find the dang weight. Uh, maybe I'm on crack. I don't know. Well, still, it's it's right. It's it's incredible. It's, it's I love how he does. Hey, semi truck, awesome! It's going to revolutionize this, that, and the other thing. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mars thing. Oh, and by the way, check out the fastest production car ever. <laughs> just you know, while we're while we're talking about cool stuff. Yeah. I just, uh, it's amazing. So what does this have to do with Camaro and General Motors and, of course, most importantly, the title of this episode? Well, this week, um, Mary Barra uh, kind of teased some more uh, electric cars when she was in, where was that, New Jersey? New York? Oh, no, she was at the uh, the Barclay Global Automotive Conference uh, to convince investors her company will lead the electrified future. This is coming to you from uh, GMAuthority.com, and mm-hmm. namely provided more details on its future electric car portfolio. Aside from teasing a potential future electric crossover in this presentation, Barra also noted an electric car we already plucked from its future lineup. An expressive luxury low roof battery electric vehicle is indeed part of the 20 new electric cars by 2023, is what they're reporting. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago. There was a um, uh, a teasing when they, when they first said that they want to go all electric. Um, there's a picture, and there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars, and they all had the, the the covers over them. And one of them, one of them, looks exactly like a Camaro. <laughs> so that's when we started talking. Is there an electric Camaro in the future? I think that Elvis wants to say something, and. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I, I hate, I, I, this is probably the first time in my life I've said this because it negates everything that I've thought before, but I really do think that there is an expiration date for combust, internal combustion engines. But do you think that expiration date is in the next 20 years, in the next 50 years, in the next 100 years? And I, and I want to be clear, it's, I'm talking about, you know, production vehicle, yeah. not not what you know. Right. You know, you get an old '69 Camaro body and you put a big old big block, big block in it. Yeah. Big, um, big block. I don't. I don't know. I mean, let's. It's been 20 years, give or take, since that GM EV1 came out. Okay. Right. Yep. That All right. In, yep. Now, let's just let's just kind of just build a little scale here. There's it, 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 20 years ago, high horsepower was 300 horsepower. If you had 300 horsepower, it was a crazy production vehicle. The Dodge Viper. The ZR1 had 400, right? Yeah. That was that was the upper echelon. And now, just last weekend, the ZR1 comes out with nearly twice that <laughs> yeah. in 20 years. Okay? So, also, the GM EV1 came out at the time, and there was a big setback. And I don't, I didn't watch the movie Roger and Me or anything like that, but I know that it was a big, big... Was, didn't that have to do with the, the, the GM EV? No. What was the movie no, that had some, to do with the death of Something killed the electric car or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it by the same douchebag? No, no, no. Michael Moore. No, no. Okay. no. <laughs> See, clearly, I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, eight 
seven, eight, nine, all about about halfway between then and now, Fisker Karma comes out. Tesla starts starts coming out with their stuff. And so so think about how long it took Tesla to go from zero to where they're at right now. Ten years. Less than ten years. Yeah revolutionizing thing oh yeah and then the same mouthful they're talking about putting you know launching people into to mars <laughs> crazy huh it's so am- what's the next 10 years going to bring well it's amazing how technology is driving the automotive world just look at look what tesla's doing with batteries they built a whole battery factory in freaking nevada so they're getting the price way down on batteries so the cost is going to go start going way down Mm-hmm. On, on the cars. So that's one good thing as well. Here's the thing. I don't think Elon Musk is interested in being rich. He's already very rich. I think he's just interested in doing, in, in turning the world in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think you're absolutely right on that, driving the cost down. He wants, it's it's almost like, dare I say, he's a businessman that wants to do the right thing for, for humanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he does. And, and I think... Uh, for all intents, um, he means well with Tesla. Unfortunately, the, the problem with Tesla is they've never made a dime. And they're, they're working on borrowed money. Um, pretty much crowdsourced the entire Model 3 with, with everybody putting down $1,000 to make it. And they're about a two, two and a half year back order that not many people have gotten their cars. Um, and then there's the whole... Is this is this a bubble that's going to burst? Because the the uh, they if you if you talk to financial analysts, they, they believe that Tesla's over uh, inflated the the, mm. the stock price. It's huge. Yeah. Um, I if that bubble bursts, man. If that bubble bursts, I I don't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> because yeah, that's it's I, I don't know I. The future, I think, is bright for electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put my money on General Motors before I would put my money on Tesla. Um, the thing, the thing with with General Motors versus Tesla, General Motors knows how to build cars in a factory environment, and mm-hmm. um, I Tesla does too, to a certain extent. I've seen firsthand the way things run at Tesla. And I've seen the way things run at a GM factory. Uh-huh. Obviously, GM knows what they're doing. They're building. They're pumping out these cars. They're, they know what they're doing. They're running. Um, they've got a great environment. I don't. I don't know what's going. What's going to happen with Tesla? As much as I love, and I'm a huge Tesla fan. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know what the future is going forward with Tesla. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, didn't didn't they want to supply the world with the batteries though? Is that's why they built that plant in the mm-hmm. is it the Gigafactory? Yeah, the Gigafactory. Yeah, in Nevada. Okay. So I mean, even if Tesla the car company fails, Tesla the battery company is probably the winning horse in this race. They're doing all sorts of. They're doing solar panels and everything now. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. God, the guys, the guys, the guys, the the Einstein of our time. I mean, Steve Steve Jobs is great at making computers and phones. That's mm-hmm. The, and, mm-hmm. you know people compare him to Steve Jobs all the time. But man, if you ever saw the movie Contact, I think that um, 
uh, Mr. Haddon from Haddon Industries, the one that, the the guy that financed the the space exploration gyroscope thingy, you know that old movie Contact from '97 with, with Jodie Foster, yeah, yeah, a great movie, one of my favorites of all yep. time. I I I picture Elon Musk as our our real life Haddon. Really, interesting. So it's, it's it's crazy, crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. Um, I I I I'm kind of excited about it now. I really am. Yeah. I, I I love I love uh, I love Tesla and their electric vehicles and uh, owning a Volt for three years. I, That's I, right. I absolutely loved that car. And I don't. I'm probably going to go back to another one when I get rid of my caddy here next summer. Don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think electric is the future? Uh, do you, Do you see with with the with the uh, the announcement here that that General Motors wants to go all electric here and and uh, with Tesla, uh, I don't know much of what Ford's doing. I don't pay attention to the Ford camp as much as I should, um, or even Chrysler. So I I don't know what the other what what the big three has in mind for the electric future. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, I don't know what Chrysler or Ford has really done. I, I've heard rumblings about Ford, but nothing about Chrysler. Yeah. I just usually go mm. by, you know, when I'm at, at the mall, I, they've got the charging station, so I see what vehicles are normally using the charging station, and they're, they're always volts. <laughs> always. Always volts there. Mm. Every once in a while, I'll see like a Ford C-Max, I think it's called, um, plugged in there. That's That's it. That's it. Mm. Hmm. <sighs> electric Camaro. I want to hear from our audience. Do you think we're that far off from an electric Camaro? Do you think we're that far off from from an electrified automotive world? Definitely be interested in, in listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's the, it's just a different kind of world. That the, the world. I don't understand the world anymore. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, um, did you say we had a voicemail? We do. We have only one voicemail this week. So let me go ahead and kick it off. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? AJ Aristic. Mustang guy called, man. I just wanted to comment on last week's about the, uh, the Chevy 1000. Um, yes, it is a very expensive car. Um, the Chevy 1000 has been around since 2013. Chevy GT500 was introduced with 600. And 62 horsepower. So it's new, but not quite new. The top dog with the uh, modified Chevy was once the Super Snake. And I'm sure they're going to offer a Super Snake, but the Chevy 1000 is and has always been an exclusive car. So the new 1000 will be limited to only 50 examples. So that price is that high because of exclusivity. And, of course, you know, people with, like you said, big wallets are going to buy that car for that exclusivity. Now, they do also offer a Super Snake for about, you know, 50 to 60 grand cheaper. But I would hold out and wait for the new GT500. Chevy America is just biding time until they are able to release the new production GT500 or AKA. SVT Cobra. So I will keep a lookout for the SVT Cobra or GT500. So uh, that's all I want to talk about this this week, guys. Um, 
As always, love the show. Salute Camaro. Salute Mustang. Salute Challenger. Keep muscle alive. Keep performance alive. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for calling in, AJ. Um, he, he touched on a little bit more about the Mustang uh, that we talked about late in the episode last week. Um, I, I want to say this with all due respect. I don't care. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. When I see a $200,000 Mustang, I could care less. Yeah. And he says, oh, well, they're, they're doing a Super Snake that's, you know, $50,000 cheaper. Well, yeah, okay. Okay, so oh, okay, so now it's only one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we do talk about it to talk about the competition. Yeah, absolutely, but, absolutely, and the exclusivity. I I understand that. I understand that. I don't get it, and I don't care. <laughs> Elvis, with all is, due respect, Elvis is cracking me up back there. We've had we've it's good to have the dog in the studio once in a while, so. AJ, thanks for that voicemail, and yeah, I mean, we we definitely like to keep an eye on the competition, but at some point, we're just like, God, it's 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 crazy. They probably say the same thing about, uh, you know, like uh, what uh, SVE just released the new uh, Yanko SC with a thousand horsepower, there for I think estimated one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. The Ford guys are probably doing the same the same thing. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> I mean, if you if 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 someone was going to come up to me and said, here's a here's the new Tesla Roadster for two hundred thousand dollars, or or you can have this in my opinion, ugly Mustang for $200,000, I would take the Tesla in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, besides, it would walk all over it, too. Walk all over it, too, silently. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pant-crapping ride, I understand. Yeah, but I digress. Yeah. Oh, boy, let's see here. So uh, how much that's time the, we got left? That's the only voicemail of the episode. Guys, get in your calls. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Okay, what do we have else on the list here? How much time we got left? We got about five minutes left. All right, I'll try to keep this one brief, because I know that I can um, make this one run long. Uh, Oh, you know what? I guess it's about, I guess since this is a Camaro show, we should talk about Camaro. (laughs) Um, I hey, guess. How'd uh, how'd Camaro do on Consumer Reports ten top ten uh, reliability? Let's take a look here. Consumer Reports car reliability ten most reliable cars. All right, let's go down the list here. What do we got? Uh, oh, where is it here? So, um, oh, the Kira, the the Kia Nero. Um, okay, Subaru BRZ. All right, the Lexus ES. Ugly. Lexus GS. Still ugly. Audi Q3. Nah, I like Audi's nice. Toyota RAV4. Okay, okay. Our Lexus IS. And Toyota Prius V5. Ooh, and Toyota Prius C. And what? the Infiniti Q70. Not bad. Uh, oh, wow. That's it. Ooh. So, like, no truck, no SUV. Well, you could count. Well, no, the one SUV, the Audi. And then you, I guess you can count those RAV4, yeah, I guess, kind of. But no truck and no performance vehicles. Not, on one of, not even top 10. Yeah, not even an American car. <laughs> oh, that's true. Even even worse. Yeah, narrowing that down. Well, let's find out what uh, how about, what, what does Consumer Reports think of the least reliable cars? We got, oh, Chevrolet Camaro. <laughs> oh, what the heck? The Camaro so, possesses impressive handling, agility, 
and sharp steering. The optional magnetic ride suspension impressively keeps the car planted. The manual shifter has light, precise throws. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All use six-speed manual is easy to use. My link infotainment center system is a plus, but the low dash vents tend to freeze your hand when it's on the shifter. Visibility is atrocious, <laughs> and rear seat room is extremely tight. Yeah, a performance ZL1 version is available, powered by 650 horsepower V8 supercharges, and that's it. Okay, so so what, your hand what, gets what, cold, and you can't see. A, adjust the vent, and B, adjust your mirrors, idiots. Okay, but they don't like link any like problems like. Oh, what else is on there? Well, reliable cars. How is mm-hmm. having your your hand cold and not enough rear seat room and not knowing how to use your mirrors? How is that less reliable? Well, it curious. does have just a mentioning trouble spots, transmission, and then in parentheses minor, in car electronics and drive system. That's what it says. But but the there's no trouble? there's no breakdown of that. Well, well that and is... I think they I think they have like a special all cars issue or buying guide or something where it breaks everything down. Okay. But for that, for this article, nothing. Also in there, just while we're talking about the Mercedes-Benz GLC, who cares? The Jaguar F-Pace, who cares? The GMC Acadia, it's a bummer. The Fiat 500, big <laughs> surprise. The, the Ford Fuckus. Um, the Ford Fiesta. Oh. The Volvo XC90. The Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> The Tesla Model X. Why would they? Wow. Trouble spots. Body hardware, paint and trim, climate system. I'm very surprised. Very mm-hmm. surprised a Tesla is on there. Because do you, you do know that the best tested vehicle, which broke yeah. their ratings, was the Tesla Model S. Yeah. They said this is more showy than practical. Uh, massive doors take time to open and close. Huge know. windshield extends up over the making the cabinet. Uh, uh, buyers, uh, but unlike every other other SUV, the second row doesn't fold if you have two captain's chairs, which compromises utility. A holes. What's that got to do with reliability? Like the S, the Model X is very quick and handles well. Ride comfort and noise isolation aren't as good as the S. However, the 90 kilowatt version we tested has a realistic 230 mile range. Now, I've been reading Consumer Reports for a long time. But the one, and, and usually I go by them as a guide when it comes to buying a, a television or a refrigerator or something along those lines. I use it as a guide, not the rule. But I have never really agreed with them very much on their vehicle reviews. And it's almost this, like it's almost like it's the reviewer's personal preference driving this article. That's that's what it seems like to me. And they're not they're yeah. not using any type of like set standard like for reviewing a vehicle. That's to me is what it sounds like. Well, the article is about reliability, but reliability only has one line, and the rest is is, is like features and in, in comfort. Right. You know, so I, I think I, I think they should they should rename the articles. I, I really do. So. Yeah. Like our, our our the vehicles that we we dislike testing the most, or something like that. You know, then you could say, mm-hmm. okay, well, Consumer Reports people don't get this car or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that uh, there's there's one guy that uh, Consumer Reports should consider uh, the opinion of, and that's, oh, I don't know, J.D. Power. Mm, yeah. Well, J.D. Power, uh, they, they, they run by surveys, right? So everybody, right. you know, the, us, the consumers, who are actually buying, actually driving, actually living with these vehicles every day, um, drive the survey. And... Uh, uh, the Chevrolet Camaro wins J.D. Power and Associates awards every year. Mm-hmm. 
So Consumer Reports, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. Up the brown. Well, actually, uh, just 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 in all transparency, the models here featured are the ten least reliable vehicles based on our annual reliability survey. Now, that probably means people who read Consumer Reports, and that means people who hate American cars. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> JD you are, Power you are goes. True. To, you're right. JD Power goes to the owners. I've filled out many JD Power surveys. Mm-hmm. Many. Was it? Was it? Didn't, were they the ones that used to send you a dollar bill or something like that? I think like so. Yeah, yeah. And they were crisp too. They like, were. They're, oh like yeah. Been they're iron. nice. Yeah, those crisp dollar bills. It's like ooh, yeah. nice. So, when it comes to anybody's review except your own, even even ours, yeah. You know, use your own opinion. Use 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 them as a guide, but not a rule, not a law. Obviously, we're more inclined to give the Camaro a better rating because we're huge Camaro fans. And but we don't suck. And we are also will tell you when it misses the mark on something as well. Like that damn spoiler on the back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all, uh, it's all good. It's all yep, good. It's all good. But well, let's it, see man. here. Well, next week's Thanksgiving. Yeah, so by the time uh, our next episode comes out, Thanksgiving will have already passed. Can you believe that? It's already, ugh. It's already getting to be <clears throat> Christmas time. Oh, no. Well, no. clearly this whole no. episode, um, Elvis has been warming up to be part of the Christmas dogs that we do every holiday Glee episode, so. Yes. Do I, do <laughs> I, 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 I think it's, it's see funny I, back there. If I have the, the Christmas dogs in the soundboard. Is the Christmas dogs in there? You put, gotta be. I don't see it in there. I don't see the Christmas dogs. Oh. There we go. No, 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 no. no you no, can't do no. it until it's official. No. December 24th or whatever. I don't know when the... I think Christmas does fall on a, on the Monday this year, so Christmas Eve, I think, is on a that Sunday the, this year. That's right. Yep. So that's when you'll get the Christmas episode. We'll be on Christmas the holiday Eve glee. The holiday glee. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. But we've got a few more episodes uh, in between here and then. So uh, now and again, here and then, neck of the woods, nape of the neck. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I'm all hopped up on cold medicine. <laughs> Uh, have, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're, you're in the United States and if you're in Canada, well, you already had a happy Thanksgiving last month. Uh, so, but we will be back again next week and maybe we'll have some more Camaro news to talk about. <laughs> I, I, I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> Until then, we'll see ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See ya! See ya.